Welcome to another book club episode of the Backlog Breakdown. I am, as as per the, the usual, for, for most of these, I guess, I, I'm on most of these episodes, Josh. Yeah, Not I don't all think you were on the last book club, but that's I, okay. I, I wasn't on the last book club. You know, every once in a while I do sit out. But uh, I am one of your regular hosts, Nate, alongside my friend and co-host, Josh. Hi. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. I'm tired. But You're I'm tired? The, the, it's been the, a long uh, day. It's been a long day. Lots of no. packing. Um, not packing, just work. I had a I had a gig at another church installing some lights and cleaning up the stage and all kinds of stuff was there all day. So okay. it's just a lot. Well, that sounds like a lot. But uh it's probably not nearly as exciting as what we've got going on tonight. That's true. Uh because it's not just us. You know, as per the the usual with this format, with the book club format, we are joined by some of our friends. You got a whole club. So, got a got a whole mess, like uh, almost a half dozen, including mm. us. Almost, mm-hmm. not quite. Um, we're, but you know what? We'll take what we have. So you know, first, uh, a man who barely needs any introduction. It's Wesley Ray, the henchman dad himself. Hello, friend. How are you? <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. I will be signing autographs after the show. Don't worry about it. I know, especially like when I bring in my great arguments about why Final Fantasy four is the best Final Fantasy. Everybody's mm. going to want to shake my hand. I get it. Mm. So I'm great. Yes. Hello. Paul doing- will we'll thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, you too can be wrong in a corner by yourself. <laughs> uh, you can say that. Uh, I'll, I'll channel his energy and together we will defeat you. Um, uh, I, I, I doubt it, but the okay. power of friendship, the power of friendship, when did this friendship turn into and a show spite, in? I think, um, okay, uh, I, I sure um, but, um, oh, well, and that, uh, sort of that voice kicking on is, uh, none other than KJVO himself. Hey Jake, how you doing buddy? Pretty good. Also known as notice me senpai. Uh, Yes. Yes, this is um, this that's I'm, stuck I'm, too. I'm surprised. This I'm glad that I'm you've at. embraced that. <laughs> oh, you gave it to me. I did. I did. <laughs> um, and it's uh, you're one of like three people to have an honorific in in the server. And uh, I don't know if you like that one, but uh, it's appropriate. I, I've made it stick. So <laughs> I made it stick fifty times. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're glad to have you on here with us tonight as well. Um, and so just, uh, and last, but certainly not least, we're joined for the first time on a book club episode or any episode. He's he's not just uh, a listener and not just a friend, but he's also one of our, our patrons. Uh, say hello to the other Nate, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Spike. How you doing, Spike? But Nate, I don't know. This is going to be confusing. Like I'm, I'm already like stumbling all over. I'm like, I, it feels weird calling somebody else Nate. I don't know oh, how yeah. you feel about it. Yeah, so. I, I feel the same way. It, it's, it's odd. It's like talking to yourself. It's, it's strange. I'll just but, call you Nathaniel then. Oof, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know how you do with Nathaniel, other Nate, but man. That, that, does not work for me either. Like yeah. you are you not know, my mother. The, don't call me. That. <laughs> yeah. You are not my mother. You are not my wife, and I am not in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to hear that. No, thank right. you, sir. Uh, hard the more pass. syllables, the worse it gets. It's just not good. <laughs> so, are you a Nathaniel so as well? No, actually, it's it's strictly Nathan, named oh. after uh, the friend of David. Okay. In the Bible. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um. We like I am a Nathaniel, and uh, so my son's name is Byron, and he's named after my grandfather and and kind of my uncle as well, and they're both Byron, and everybody always called them Barry, but we are very much like no, his name is Byron. We're going to call him Byron, and it's it's kind of like it's fine. It's it's not that big a deal, but like my parents were the same way. It's like no, his name is Nathaniel. We're going to call him Nathaniel. And they did that for all of about like two or three weeks. And they're like, that's just too big a name. For such it's too a much work. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know what? Like the thing is like Nathaniel, like when they say it, it's like, when I hear somebody call me Nathaniel, it's like, I know one of two things. I'm either in trouble or you don't know me. Right. Um, yeah. That's the same way for Nathan, for me. Like I was just having this conversation with uh, somebody the other day. If I'm at the store and I hear somebody say Nathan, 
I know it's from like my side of the family, but if it's Nate, it's either like a friend or so. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's got it's got function, you know, switching between the names. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad somebody else like feels that 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 very particular Nate Nathan Nathaniel pain. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we we could just call you Nathan, and then Nate. We could call you Neil because that part of the name is not in Nathan's name. And then we'd just make everyone super uncomfortable. <laughs> You've already succeeded in the making everyone super uncomfortable part, friend. Thank Josh you. Josh is courting disaster tonight. My goodness. Yeah. Ston, Ston did pretty good. That was uh, pre-recording, though. That, that was... Uh, it's it like, so, I like that better. Let's go back to that. <laughs> uh, thanks. I hate it. Um, but... Um, Enough with the, the, the idle chit-chat. You know what, though? We do have forms that do need to be observed, but uh-huh. we will kind of be moving in a much more abbreviated form. And we've done some of the idle chit-chat, but, uh, Josh, it has been at least two weeks since I talked to you. Oh, that's true. It has been, yes. So, you know, it's, it's been-, been an undisclosed amount of time since I talked to you. I like, How are you I doing, like man? Lead up. I like that lead-up. Uh, good. Just very busy. Like you said, it's been over two weeks. It has not felt that way to me just because life has been very busy, very busy. And, and not with, obviously, okay, I'm not employed anywhere currently, um, but with things moving ahead and processes in place, uh, there has just been a lot of things um, on the horizon that we have had to prepare for, one of which, one of which, excuse me, is the possible sale of our house. Um, and we, you know, didn't didn't really expect that to be the case over the past few years that we've owned the place. Um, and so there's a lot that needs to be done in order to prepare for that possibility. It's will, not an eventuality. See, right. Within the it's, next couple of weeks, we will know whether or not that will happen. And then and then life only gets crazier and busier, and we move 900 miles. You know, that, that, that might happen. Um, but in That is the, a thing that could happen. Yes. And in the, in the, uh, with, that, with that possibility on the horizon, there's just been a lot to do. I, I say around the house, but, but even, um, yeah, just other kinds of preparations for things like that. Um, and then, you know, because I am not currently employed, I've been taking other gigs here and there uh, doing things, which has kept me busy as well. So um, it's all good stuff. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit more disciplined as well. When I was not feeling so well, I kind of let go of some of the, you know, burning calories and things like that, you know, things that you do as, as an adult man. Um, di- didn't quite do that as much. So trying to get back into the swing of things. Were, were you there saving them? As well, yeah, exactly. Storing them for yes. later. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and you can certainly see it as well. I wear some of my, some of my clothes and I can see it. So, um, yeah, trying to get back into the swing of things there. That as is well. honestly fun. the worst. Like I've like the thing is like when I notice that like it's not like oh well like oh hey like my belly's like a little like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when it's like nope, I can actually like no, I don't like the way my clothes fit me. It, um, it, it I feel like a superhero. Like I'm in spandex cuz I can I can just feel the clothes like on every part of my body. Uh, so yeah, that that's great. Except a superhero of food eating. Lard. I, I don't know. Yeah, lard. <laughs> yes, my superpower is bulging everywhere. Um, yeah. So, so th- th- I mean, that's that's been the, the nutshell for me. It, Paul, it's, Paul will have commentary about that. Like, th- yes, I understand that. I understand that that it's it's all relative. I get that, but. Uh, you know, there have been times in my life in the, in the most in recent history where I focused a little bit more on that. And so when that's not the case, uh, it's noticeable, at least to me. Okay. Yeah. To me it well, is. That's, that's fair. Moving on. Um, Wes, why don't we just sort of like roll on to you? How have you been since we last had you on the show here, man? Um, what's, what's new? What's cracking? Uh, you've got to like, I mean, I know some things in the background, but you've got like a lot on your plate, friend. I have a decent amount to the point where I have no idea where I don't even know the last time I was even on the show to be perfectly fair. Um, I have four children and that's very, very busy. Our uh, three month old is doing healthy now. She wasn't too great at the beginning, but she's doing great now. So 
it's been quite the summer for that. And I've started working again. So there's literally like no free time left in my entire life. And oh my goodness, my class this year is a wonderful group of human beings that don't hate me whatsoever. So, you know, (laughs) I'm working through a few things here and there and retooling everything. But thankfully, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm getting it done. And I didn't even know if I could even be here tonight, but my family went ahead and, you know, went down to California to visit relatives for a few weeks. So I actually get to like sleep in like period. That's just, that's so weird. I I don't know what that's like anymore. So I'm like, wow, "Wow." that's okay. I can do this. (laughs) Well, we're glad to have you on here. I I know that you're probably missing your family, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, we're glad that they gave you some time off so that you could hop on the mics with us. So, Jake, how about you? Last time, uh, what was the last show that you were on? Do you remember? Was it the Portal episode? Yeah, it was a Majora's Mask episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Yep. All Uh, right. So what's been been on the radar or what's been on the agenda with you since then? Well, my uh, dog, Winston, the sheepadoodle that uh, I technically have own at this point. He has a near torn at ACL. Oh, ah, so. I know something about that. Yuki, our seven-year-old husky, we just had to have the surgery done, and she is in like her first with it. I think she's about uh, four weeks into recovery. So, yeah, it's not. We don't know if it's fully torn, but it's like near torn. He's only two, so we right now we're just doing man pain meds yeah. and uh every the other there was one other thing about it but yeah no he was just not doing so hot last week so yeah he had his uh anal glands drained last weekend which was great yep wonderful that was a bit much uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know your acl but uh, I, okay. I we go from acl to anal glands being drained um, we're actually this week we're, we're, we are house sitting or not house sitting. We're dog sitting for yeah. my wife's cousin and Booney's a sheep, a dude, or no, he's a, he's a golden doodle Okay, and really mm-hmm. sweet dog. Really? He's, he's, he's a little younger. He's, he is kind of like high strung, but I know that they've had to like have do the, the gland release thing. And, um, just no thanks. Like I've, I've read about it. I've heard about it. And it's like, you know, because the first time you hear somebody like saying like, oh yeah, we're taking our dog to the vet to have their anal glands expressed. I'm like, wait, wh- what? That's that's a whole conversation that I didn't know that I ever was going to have. And uh, it's it's a bit of a process and you can do it yourself, um, but no thanks. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not there for that. Um, I will See, take my dog. Like if yeah, any of my dogs ever get to that point, I've never had a dog that needs that. Like I've never owned a breed that hasn't needed that. Um, they will be going to the vet. Yeah. I'm not. No, no, thank you. See, I'm fortunate enough that my wife worked as a dog groomer for a few years. So she actually knows how to do all that. So it's like, sweet. Whoa. Save thousands of dollars that way over the course of these dogs lives. Oh. Well, you are a farmer. So I mean, that's right. That's right. I mean, like, you know, it's like, not only will you keep those ducks in line, <laughs> like there will be all, all the glands will be handled appropriately. Um, well, this is honestly a wow. conversation I never expected to have on, oh, on the breakdown. So I was going to say, I have, I feel so fortunate for this first episode debut of, I mean, what better topic could we cover? Right Nate, Nate, so the other Nate here, friend, um, <laughs> I mean, tell me that you have something, uh, better than uh expressing anal glands can you can you express uh, anything else uh all of as far as i know all the glands in all of our pets are uh pretty good right now um i haven't checked i don't know if i'm are we supposed to do that (laughs) um you'll you'll figure uh, listen um if you haven't had to run across that yet you're probably okay as long as they're not acting pretty glandy you know then you should be fine (laughs) man i'm gonna google glandy now and i don't know if i should do that though (laughs) um so this is this is your first episode it's a weird one to come on and uh you know just uh sort of we 
we just we just sort of like threw you into the deep end here. But why don't you tell us a little bit? Uh, well, not well, us and the listening audience a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, like we've gotten to know you a little bit in the Discord. Uh, right. We really appreciated you in uh, the Brochacho, uh, the mediocre league of Brotato Chaps. Is that what we we are now? I think yes. so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you know, I'm still holding out for uh, Skull and Bones. It's gonna it's gonna take off. Like I, it, it's gonna do horrible. It's, I it's- <laughs> I think it'll be. You, you know what? So there's a guy I listen to. Uh, he works over at IGN, and he tends to be a pretty discerning reviewer and he played it and he was like, he really enjoyed what he played. Um, so, and he's like, like, I mean, when Travis reviews a game, I tend to pay attention because I think like he's, he's really insightful and in a way he can divorce himself. Like he, he will be the first person to say like any review is an objective it's an opinion or not objective. It's an opinion. It's a right. subjective sort of analysis. Um, and so you can't help, but like you, you can sort of remove some of your bias there, but at the same time, like you have an, like you have an opinion. This is a subjective thing and it's going to be expressed. Right. Um, but he's, but I, I think he does like a really good job of like when he, he's one of those guys who can say like, this game isn't for me. But I can see where it's really good or it's really bad. And for him to say like, hey, no, I'm actually kind of into this game, I think is a pretty uh, pretty healthy indicator of where it's at. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to save you. Um, oh, no. no but, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, at, at this point, I think I would almost be disappointed if it actually ended up doing well just because of all the <laughs> jokes. And, you know, it's it's cause for a good time. So. I've, but I've enjoyed it. Besides your absolutely abysmal fantasy critical <laughs> roster, um, why don't you actually take take a minute right. and, and here just sort of fill us in? Yeah. Tell us uh, who the real Spike is. Oh, man. Uh, well, my name is not Nathaniel. My name is Nate uh, <laughs> Foot, like with an E at the end, uh, but it's pronounced like the one on your leg. Um, I am married um my wife and i live in oklahoma we've been married for eight years um expecting in march for the first uh for our first uh child so that's that's exciting and i will say just through some of the you know camaraderie and seeing how you guys you know interact and and talk about your experiences and things like that like that has been super helpful and i'm i mean that Hmm. uh 100% 100% sincerely just seeing the, you know, kind of the camaraderie that everybody has, you know, like, oh man, I'm dealing with this, my kids right now. It's, it's fresh. It's, it's a really cool community that, uh, got going on and, and, uh, it's been beneficial to me and in, in more than just obviously looking forward to parenthood, but just being a guy, being a grown up that's a nerd playing video games. And so, yeah, um, yeah. bits, uh, we work in youth ministry at our church. I've uh, been doing that. I've been working in youth ministry since I was, well, pretty much since I was a youth, I'm 32. So that's like 14 years. Oh, wow. So, that's awesome. Yeah, it's the reason why I got some gray right here. And so <laughs> I was pointing at my beard for those yeah, listening. Beard. Yeah, there wasn't there, no glands. Right. I was not pointing at my glands. <laughs> we're, we're grateful for that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe on the next episode, not this one. So. You got to ease us into that, right. you know. Um, yeah, videos only for patrons also, so. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, that I I have to admit like that's that's really kind of encouraging to hear yeah. that like, you know, you are really appreciating the community. Like uh, I don't know. I think you know, everybody says it though, right? Like that we have like the best fans, the best community. And I I think that like pound for pound like we, you know, and and I'm glad to have you in there, man. I think uh, it's been really kind of fun seeing you sort of like, uh, especially like when uh, you and uh, Porcho and some of the other hooligans really get like fired up. Um, it's it's kind of fun to watch, and I'm I'm glad that you're a part of it. So um, yeah, I'm glad that, that you've you found it to be a good place to hang out. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of disappointed that Porcho couldn't make it because that's 
it's kind of the thing we usually riff off each other. <laughs> so, but maybe next time. At some point in time, it would be fun to get the two of you on an episode together. Um, just because like, here's the thing in the, in the discord, like you two are like just constantly like sort of like dropping goofball comments and stuff. But so far, what my experience with both of you has been is that conversationally, like it's like, it's a little, it's a little different. It's a little different. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if we could, you know, if, if what that, like that actual, that, that chemistry will be like. Mm-hmm. you know, for an episode or whatever. Yeah. I, now I'm curious. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll find a way to, to make something happen at some point in time. Um, just, just to actually just sort of sate my curiosity at this point in time. Yeah. yeah. I'm up for it. We're, we're very surprised at how, how well you're able to express yourself in that <laughs> way because other, other <laughs> ways <laughs> that we've seen it have just, you know, come off differently. We're talking, there's enough talking about expressing things. All right. Like Mm -hmm. we just, let's, let's kind of just strike that word from the the conversation. No, uh, it's not going to happen. I I know it's not, but I can hope for, (laughs) I can dream. He can um, express his opinion on this. That's true. That's true. I I will express my, my desire, my very strong desire to. It will continue into the tail end of this conversation. Let me, let me. I hate it. Oh, I hate everything about this. Um. Anyways, uh, so now that we, uh, as far as things with me go, I guess, uh, yeah, things are all right. Uh, it's just kind of, a. this has not been a snap free September, but uh. I have sort of been just sort of instituting some smaller, like just practices where it's like, I'm, I'm really for the most part, like I'm trying to get at least seven hours of sleep a night at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a few nights, uh, and where it's, I got a little bit less than that. Um, and one of those nights was definitely just me being stupid and staying up way too late. Um, not, not all those nights. Um, some of those are just Byron is teething right now. He's got like three coming in up top. Oh, wow. And he was like sick. And so mm. he has been like just a miserable, uh, little pile of secrets. Um, <laughs> you went there. You what is it. a man? What <laughs> is a Byron? Uh, but he, uh, he is, he has been. I mean, and for him, he's still like a really pleasant little guy for the most part. But he is like, for him, he's a little bear. Yeah. Um, and there's been like a lot. Of, he's. Uh, we actually, Megan was uh, mourning the fact that he very much like kind of wants to feed himself now. Um, okay. So like he's doing like he really likes finger food because he can like pick that up and put it in his mouth. And um nice. it's honestly like he's doing like the thing where he's like trying to pull himself up. Um, we think he might be a bit of an he might turn into an early walker. Um Okay. Cause he's really going after it pretty aggressively. Is so he we'll crawling see. it? Oh, dude, he he crawls like a maniac oh like you you never gonna get easier from here now (laughs) like you put him down on the ground and he will find everything that you don't want him to be on be in or around or on Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like and we have we have a very hairy dog and so like he'll go over and just like oh here's a giant clump of dog hair that did not get picked up in the vacuum like i'm gonna like hold this thing and maybe this put it in my now. mouth and you're like no d- don't don't eat that thing that's disgusting please don't do that but no it, the things are they're they're kind of moving along you know it's uh in a couple of weeks the adoption will be finalized we have like a few sort mm-hmm. of like uh you know eyes to be dotted you know t's to be crossed but for the most part we're kind of at a point with that where it's almost done um you know it's almost official so that's good uh you know it's uh it's it's just kind of like at this point in time it's just been like life in general has been a lot because like you know so yeah it's it's not bad it's just a lot so um yeah it's it's yeah, it's it's not quite like, you know, potentially packing up and selling my house and moving and all that other stuff. It's it's just more like 
death by a thousand cuts kind of thing where it's like there's a whole bunch like there's stuff that we needed to do today but like because we're just like so sort of like gassed with the last couple of days because like i said he's been he was sick for a few days yeah. and it's like megan was like we should go out and do these things and i was just like i was like uh i veto that <laughs> like, <laughs> i i think we need to just sort of like stay in sort of like collectively catch our breath and just you know we'll we can knock out those those two or three things like you know throughout the week this coming week hopefully well i mean we, we'll have to make it work so mm-hmm. but yeah so that's that's how things have been with us for it's not bad it's just a lot um so moving on to the next form um and and again we're going to sort of shoot for a kind of an abbreviated uh backlog report but uh, uh so, yeah, oh yes the backlog the backlog report i hope you uh have your list ready and kind of what i've asked is just that instead of going through the full rundown uh, as we would on a, a on a regular episode what i've asked is that everybody just sort of picks like a thing to sort of like take a couple minutes to talk about um that they've been into over the last couple of weeks so josh how about you how about you kick us off what okay. is one thing that you've been into the last couple of weeks friend yeah, sure. So it's um, I'll I'll talk about a book that I listened to um, that I'd always heard tons of stuff about, um, and it was it was a good listen, and it was good to have me thinking about uh, a number of different things in a number of different areas. Um, but it's one that like surprisingly, I I feel like I should have read it long ago, but I just now got around to to listening to it. It's Mark Dever's Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. Hmm. Um, so, um, in, you know, in, in preparation and process, you know, for, for things that may, may be coming on the horizon, um, that, yeah, I, I just wanted to listen to that and, and again, think over a lot of those, those things, keeping it the, the simple kind of, uh, things again, marks of a healthy church, right. That's, that's kind of his, his deal. Um, but it just gives like a simple baseline on, a way to diagnose church health. Obviously, you kind of get that from the title, um, but it, yeah, it was it was a great listen. And again, it has me thinking in in a number of different areas. So I feel like the book was kind of a starting point for for um, thinking about a number of different things, and not not necessarily researching different things. Although I guess you could say that because um, it's led me to to other ministries, other YouTube videos that I've been watching, other things that I've been getting into, but for the sake of kind of keeping this short, um, it was a great little read, um, you know, especially especially for the time that, that I'm at right now, looking forward to the pastorate. Um, but even, I, I would say it's it's great, even if, if you're not necessarily um, a leader in the church, um, it's just some good stuff to think about. So yeah, I definitely recommend it and I probably should have read it a long time ago, but yeah. Mark Devers, Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. Good stuff. Hmm. Well, uh, Wes, how, 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 how does your one thing to bring to the table compare to Nine Marks of, of a Healthy Church? By one Mark thing Dever? to rule them all. I was just about to say, Mark Dever, and he named the title Nine Marks? Come on. Apparently that's a secret to having a successful there's church to have one nine mar- marks. There's only one <laughs> Mark wrote this. <laughs> Lies. An absolute lie. But uh, I, I'm not going to say one thing. I'm going to say two things, but it goes together. So, you know, and I talk fast. So your regular five minutes is like 20 minutes for me. So you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. But I've only been watching Fair two enough. things lately because I, I mean, I've been playing Final Fantasy 12, but don't have much to say about it right now. Um, I've been watching two things. Number one was the live action One Piece on Netflix, which is fantastic. Oh my goodness, I have one episode Whoa. left and it is legitimately amazing. And I am just wow. in shock that they actually got everything, basically everything right. There's a little bit more language than I would have preferred because now it's just like, eh, I'll have to wait a little bit to show my son when he gets a little older. I was watching like a clip and there was like an F-bomb in it. I don't remember hearing one, but I think I did see that one is there. So it's probably on the last episode, honestly, huh. but... Which makes sense because it's uh, the conclusion to Arlong Park. But the fact that they were able to bust like 100 chapters worth of material in these eight episodes and do it well with an entire cast of great actors, especially Garp. When you actually see the character of Garp played out on screen, he's amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And I, I don't know how they did it. They must have gotten into some like voodoo witchcraft to be able to make this work. But it's really good. 
Dude, and, and that's what kind of kills me wow. about it is like because like Cowboy Be- the the live action Cowboy Bebop was just a disastrous train wreck, and everything I'm hearing about this live action One Piece is like, like even like the clips I've seen, I'm like this does not look terrible. This looks enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the stuff with uh, what's the the clown uh the chop Buggy. chop uh. Mm-hmm. Buggy, like I was watching that, and I was like, like the sequences with him, and I was like, that's actually like really cool. Like and he's just like the best actor in the show by far. He's so good. Wow, I, I don't get it. That's, it's it's witchcraft. I don't know. And the fact that <laughs> this was the same team, the exact same production team that made the Cowboy Bebop live action. But I think wow. it's the fact that they got the original author. Flew them over. Mm. That's basically what he's been working on the last couple of years because he's been taking a lot of breaks from actually writing and drawing the manga. So he's been like 100% involved in every little bit in this. And so I think that's the one thing that's making the big difference. And hmm. honestly, like it sounds like they already have season two scripts all ready to go. They're just waiting for the strike to be finished. So it's like, wow. man, I actually just really want to see what this would look like over the course of like five or six seasons there's no way they're ever going to catch up or finish the show like period sure it's going to get canceled there's, there's not a chance in the world but like it looks yeah netflix so good. netflix kills things after like three or four seasons anyway yeah. so mm-hmm. um yeah it, it probably won't get finished and if it does get finished it'll get finished somewhere else like mm-hmm. you know somebody else will pick mm-hmm. it up or something but <laughs> it kind of like it's it's just fascinating to me like i think part of the problem is like because from what i understand they've actually stayed pretty close to the source material mm-hmm. where wow. with the cowboy bebop stuff they kind of like played it fast and loose with a lot of stuff too yeah right um mm-hmm. so and maybe maybe it was just that it's like they right. stuck to the actual story instead of like you know basically doing fanfic versions of of the 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 source material yeah mm-hmm. started the anime Especially when that one, it's been so long since, you know, I, I mean, run, One Piece has been running for a long time, but you think of Cowboy Bebop and that was like a classic kind of, at least in right. the early days for an, an American to get anime, it's, you know, so so to even touch that one, it's it's a lot harder. But like you said, Nate, the, the, it blows my mind because that one, they you said it perfectly, that they played kind of fast and loose with it. And then hearing, like you said, Wes, that like they got, what's his name, Oda, I think, mm-hmm. um, to actually you know, actually make decisions and be pretty, uh, you know, not, not just kind of allow things to go wherever they want to, but be anal enough to know <laughs> what you want to have in the show. That's <laughs> awesome. Bringing it back. There you go. <laughs> mm. oh. Thanks. I yes, it. I would highly recommend it. Even if you've never seen the anime, ever read the manga, it is an amazing, like, well, seven episodes because I haven't finished the last one, but it is fantastic. All of the right nice. moments, like mm, Chef's Kiss, fantastic. And then I won't belabor this too long, but I have been watching as much of the older Doctor Who episodes that I can to prepare for the 60th anniversary in November, and that's going to be awesome because they have like some huge plans for that, and it might actually get good again. So, like fingers yeah. crossed that it will get good again. Yeah. What? So, like. I mean, I came to Doctor Who really, really late, and mm-hmm. I really liked the guy right before David Tennant. I also love David Tennant's run. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christopher like, Eccleston was the, the single run Doctor. Was, yeah, yeah, and Christopher Eccleston was the ninth Doctor, and he's been doing great doing a lot of the audio dramas that they have coming out of Europe right now. So, like, they have thousands and thousands and thousands of episodes of audio drama. They have more episodes of the Doctor Who audio dramas than they have like chapters in One Piece at this point. So. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oh They've been goodness. doing great with that. I, so oh. I did like Eccleston's run. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And it was like it was weird to me that it was like it was like a season of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they went to Tenant. And then but I mean Tenant though was like he was awesome. Yeah. And so, I don't know if you've been seeing any of the news, but they're actually bringing him back for November. I don't know if you've seen anything from that in the last year, but that he has three specials where he returns as the doctor, so it's going to be so good. And everybody's favorite oh. Catherine Tate from, you know, The Office. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh. They're both coming back, yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. In, her, okay. in the best well. role she's ever done, honestly. She is the best character that entire season. So, like, seeing her come oh. back is, like, a complete dream. The fact that they made this happen is unbelievable. 
Really? Uh, well, now I'm, I'm, I, cause I, I was a casual at best, but you'll have to keep me in the loop on this one. Cause that, that's stuff that it sounds like something I might actually want to check out at some point in time. All right. So I'll but, send you the trailer. All right, Jake, let's move, let's kind of move along here. What is the one thing that you're bringing to the table? I got three things. And I'm going to be even faster than Wes. I have a Eusebius of Cicero. It is impossible. History of I, I love how I say, let's do one thing and immediately off the crack. It's like, nope, I'm going to do two things. Nope, I'm going to do three things. <laughs> all right. Sorry. We're all bad at brevity. What can we say? But uh, yeah, it's a history of the church. Um, this is interesting. It's just the his- ecumenical history by uh, Eusebius translated in English. The second one is John Cohen's Commentaries on Genesis, Volume 1. 300 pages in. Not bad. I'm enjoying it. And then uh, getting back into my Japanese, essential Japanese vocabulary from the library. Okay. And I have, I also have Forgotten Trinity by James White. Two of those my, things I might have some experience with. Yeah. But it's over there. It's, I don't have it on me. Just wanted to let Josh know that I'm actually reading him. Josh, I think you were muted for that. <laughs> I just said that's awesome. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can hear myself, but uh, yeah, I was muted for that. Cool. Well, that that was that was faster than Wes's presentation. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I I, uh, I didn't have nearly as much to weigh in on. It's like, yeah, I said it would be fast, just um, like Sonic. Got to go. Oh, I'm not even wearing oh. my Sonic shirt. I'm not even. If wearing this it. is where. If this is where this is going, like I'm just gonna like quit now. Um, it's gonna stop. I do have my Sonic shirt somewhere, but oh, wait, uh, no, it's in the laundry. We we don't need it. We've already talked about Sonic entirely too much this episode. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like we we've talked about enough things that don't need to be like we don't need to talk about Sonic anymore. Um, Nate, what do you got for us? What's what's the? Uh, I mean. You, I won't you, take too long. I've got uh, so I've got about seventeen things here. And, okay, uh, I, that's, I'm I'm glad. I'm and, glad. Uh, real fast. Um, no, uh, I actually. So I don't. I don't have a whole lot as far as reading recently. Um, things been a little crazy with, you know, preps and doctor's appointments, things like that, uh, for uh, the baby and and and. Uh, so I haven't yeah. been reading quite as much. But uh, one thing that we have been doing quite a bit is uh, thankfully like my wife, she works about a mile away and uh, I work from home. And so we're able to uh, have lunch together. And so one of the things that we've been doing is uh, we'll listen to a chapter a day of a book called the Bible. Um, So we've been, (laughs) we've been listening to uh, that's, that's uh, that's a pretty good one for what it's a bestseller. Yeah. So we've been, uh, we've been going through the new Testament. We started a a few years ago and, you know, it's not been like an everyday thing, but we're into, uh, uh, we're coming up on the end of the the new Testament about to hit, uh, revelation six, I believe, uh, we'll be starting on our next session, but, uh, it's been pretty great just to be able to go through and, you know, uh, we'll listen to it. And one of us will have a thought like, Hey, let's, let's look into this or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm real big into reading a lot of these older theological books, but a, a, one thing that I'm trying not to do is is uh, uh, you know do that at the expense of not actually getting in the word. So that's mm. that's what we've been doing quite a bit of recently. And so uh, aside from that, I don't really have a whole lot. Been playing a few games, uh, dipping my toes in uh, Sea of Stars. That's been pretty fun, but. Uh, just barely, barely into that, but um, yeah. Aside from Final Fantasy VI, which is my my game of topic today, uh, that's that's about it. Finishing up uh, Trails of Trails into Reverie, uh, some of the post game stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, good time. So yeah, that's that's about it. Revelation is kind of like it's maybe one of my favorite books in the New Testament. Uh, Revelation chapter twenty one is actually. W- might be one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. Um, and like, I'm, I'm not, I mean, 
it's not like a, a major spoiler, but like the the imagery of uh, the city of Jerusalem sort of descending from heaven like a bride on her wedding day and right. just like the fulfillment of the city and all that stuff. I just, there's something, um, there was a band called Ghost Ship that actually came out of the Mars Hill stuff. Yeah. And they, one of my favorite songs um, by them is actually called The Revelation of Jesus Christ. And it's basically, they, they sing Revelation 21. Nice. Um, which is like, I know, like we're all sort of familiar with singing psalms and, and hymns. And I was like, it's one of my favorite songs and it's one of my favorite passages. Um, Revelation is just such a cool book. And yeah, it's it's one of those books that I I feel like so many people miss out on um, the practical that's in it rather than, you know, everybody wants to focus on the, okay, the eschatological and let's let's figure out what all this means. And and there's so much that you know is being said to the churches that mm-hmm. we can apply to our lives. That I feel like most of the time when somebody's reading that, they're like, okay, yeah, let's let's get past that that and let's yeah. let's uh, let's the figure out right. Like, how does this tie into America today? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that. But anyways, um, yeah. No, and I think I think you're right there in the sense too. And you know, not to to belabor it too much, but I mean. Uh, you know, when you're looking at the, was it six or seven churches that judgments being passed on? Right. And like, I mean, th- honestly, I, I think if more people sort of like read, uh, what the Lord has to say about Laodicea, um, that we'd have like, you know, and I'm not trying, but I think culturally there's just a, like a lot of lukewarm Christians right. and mm-hmm. the Lord in that, like he, he's very condemning, um, Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's just it's a good book. Um, and you know what's kind of interesting about that book, and it, it's I think John MacArthur was the one who said this, but is that it's the only book in the New Testament that promises the reader a blessing. Um, you know, right in the the beginning, it says, you know, blessed be the one who reads this. It's like right, right there in the, like the first six verses or something like that, and um, so. It's it's kind of like I'm I'm I actually you know uh, a buddy of mine we're actually going to be getting together and that that sort of that chapter synopsis program that I've talked about from time to time we're actually going to be doing that with Revelation starting uh, this coming week. That's funny you say that nice. because when you had mentioned that on one of the episodes in the past, my brother and I uh, we did that for Revelation because it is such a chunky. I don't know if that's, hopefully that's not a, I don't mean that flippantly, but it's, there's so much there to kind of unpack. We did it's that. very for, dense. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we didn't get all the way through it. Um, I'd like to go back and pick up where we left off. We got about halfway through the book and uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack that I, I feel like sitting around and having a conversation about it would, would be very beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if you guys remind me, uh, after I, I meet with my buddy, Dave, I'll let you know how it went. So, awesome. uh, you know, and we're, we're going to be doing that like every couple of weeks, just getting together and talking about uh, a couple chapters of revelation. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's one of my favorite books. Um, I, you know, I, I have a few of them. Um, but it's one of them. So as, as far as it goes, I'll, I'll be the one to like, sort of like make this a little like, you know, this is a, a video game podcast. So mm-hmm. I figure I'll just talk about a video game I've been playing lately and it's not destiny two and it's not Marvel snap. Um, I, I know I've got something different here and it's actually like, I, you know, and I, I'll try to come back to this, but uh, I actually beat the story for Diablo four. And uh, I, I rolled credits on it. Dude, there's like, I think five, the, the, like somebody needs to Google this. Um, but I, I actually was like, oh, I usually watch the credits roll after I play a game. And there's an option to speed it up. I was like, oh, cool. I'll speed it up. Uh, it was several thousand names in, in the credits. Like I want to say more than 5,000. Um, oh my goodness. I think it might've even been closer to 10. It was massive. And even going as fast as I could through all of it, it still took like 10 minutes to to roll through all the names. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I remember that it's over 9,000 
And I, that's yeah. not a meme. I'm not. I'm not joking. It it literally is. His power 9, level is over nine thousand. Over nine thousand. It it wow. literally was. It was it was crazy because I did. I had the same reaction. It's. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, I think it worked out though. It's it's a pretty solid. Uh, it's a lot of names. Yeah, solid game. Well, and and it's so I I rolled credits on it, and then because um, I. I sprang for the super ultra mega version and I got like the first season's battle pass included and I'm a sucker. Like I like games as a service. Right. So I was like, I'm going to check. And I love Diablo. I love the, like, and I still maintain this. And I think you and I were DMing a little bit, Nate about it. Um, I still maintain that this is the best Diablo. Uh, I don't like uh, all of like there are some things like I don't necessarily care for, but I think it's just far as an overall presentation and experience, it is like the best of the bunch. Like it has sort of a lot of the same ease of access that three had um, with sort of that married to the depth that two had. Absolutely. Um, I agree. And uh, I mean, it's just like, it's mechanically one of the more interesting games. Uh, I, I really, I'm really enjoying my time with it. Uh, just for like, like I'm having a lot of fun with the seasonal content. Um, it's not great. I'm not like, I don't believe that seasonal content as a general rule tends to be pretty great. Like I'm, I'm playing this cause I want to get like, I want basically want to do this story content. In, in the season pass and then kind of probably move on. There's like, there's like a, an aesthetic sort of like battle pass kind of thing where you, you unlock a lot of cosmetics. And I actually, I think like as long as the, the battle pass isn't too expensive, I'll probably just throw them like the 10, 15 bucks uh, a season just cause like so far the cosmetics are worth it. I like them. It's going to sound weird, but like one of my favorite things to do is like when you, you give me the option to like, do like paper doll stuff and like change cosmetics and like, you know, color. I, I like it. It's just like, it's mm-hmm. like a minor Especially expression. Horse. Uh, right. yeah, I actually, and the, well, this Diablo has horses and yes, mm-hmm. I have horse armor. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Did, did you just say it's a minor expression? Like, ah, uh, wait a, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yourself nah, yeah I, I'm expressing myself, um, with poorly, apparently. Um, that's, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out, but it's, it's just fun. It's like, it's one of those things that I tend to like the cosmetic stuff and just, uh, that's, that's an easy way to sort of like get me where it's like, I can sort of put like my own flair that 10,000 other people have the mm-hmm. same exact thing. I like that, you know, it's, I like feeling unique in the mob. Um, but yeah, it's, it is really just an outstanding game and I'm finding that the seasonal content is interesting enough that I'm like, I'm enjoying it. I, I did roll just, I rolled from my, uh, my campaign rogue right into another rogue. I did go with a different build. I was twisting blades before, which means nothing to most people who are listening to this. Um, but now it's, uh, I'm doing a, uh, a rapid fire build. And I'm just using like I honestly like I just go to icy veins and I see what like the, their recommendation is for leveling, and um, this is what they recommended. And it's, but yeah, the game's great. I, I actually tonight I beat my first world boss, um, Shavra or whatever, and it was a very much like a Dark Souls kind of moment where it's like because you can't save during the game, and like my wife is doing things, I'm just looking at her like with this like panic look. I'm like, I can't stop. Like, <laughs> like she's like, I need. I was like, no, I can't. I was like, you know, because you only have like just 20 positive. minutes to like beat this guy, and his health bar is massive. But yeah, it was it was cool. Like I I've I'm just I I really love the game. I think it's pretty great and i'm glad that i i've actually i've actually circled back around to it like i said i haven't scored out in the the beat down yet um i probably ought to but uh speaking of that speaking of the beat down um if you aren't aware of and this is the time where i sort of roll into the things that you know like well we want to sell you on a little bit um and we would love to sell you on the backlog beatdown, right and so and if you're not aware it's a meta that we run throughout the 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 year and basically, we, from January to December every year, 
you start at zero and every time you purchase a game, you add plus one. Every time you, you beat a game, you take away one. And there's the, the rules are a little more varied than that, but uh, that's the gist of it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's this, this meadow that we run all year long. And uh, some of you guys actually participate. Wesley, I think the very first time we did this, when it was backlog golf, you had like a negative 60 or something stupid. Um, it's because you played like all of the the Game Boy Mega Mans or something. Um, I played every like Game Boy days. game in my entire collection, basically. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like 55, I think. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, Game it Boy was, Mega Man games are great. So he mm-hmm. uh, he basically uh, I if there was a winner, it was him. But uh, you know, so we we talk about the backlog beat down from time to time, and uh, moving on from that, uh, you might be asking like, well, where do you keep score? Well, there's you can do it on just a personal like sort of level. You can write it down. You can be uh, you can put it in the Discord. We actually have a channel in our server that is dedicated to sort of talking about your beatdown score. Um, but in addition to that, the GG app is the official app of the Backlog Beatdown. If you're not aware, GG is sort of, a, it's a letterbox style app for your video game collection. You can create custom lists. Uh, you can see what your friends are playing. You can review and sort of change the status. Like, so there's a bunch of different statuses for games. You can cultivate a wish list. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do. Um, and the way that it basically works for us is that we create two or three custom lists uh, for acquisitions and then games beat. And then, uh, you know, we do make special exceptions for like games that are played for book club episodes or uh, patron nominations, you know, or anything like that. Um, so there are some exceptions, but you basically just keep track of your purchases. You keep track of the games that you beat throughout the year. And uh, at the end of it, you sort of hopefully are a little lower. But, you know, that's not all that GG does. There's a whole slew of features that Charles Watson, he's our friend, he's our buddy, he's the guy who made the app, is constantly sort of like rolling out. He's got a he's got a pretty extensive sort of like rollout plan for the next couple of years of like features that he'd like to add. And if you like the app, you know, you can actually sign up to the elite tier, which is $5 a month or $50 a year. And with that, you get access to early builds. You get a, uh, an exclusive role in his Discord server and you have access to Charles um, and sort of just and kind of in helping shape and give feedback on the app and where it's going. Um, so that's something that we would like you to check out um, and think about. And, you know, if, if you like it, throw him some scratch. Other things that you can throw money at, it's us, it's this podcast. And, uh, you know, this isn't more of like a, we want to be less money, give us money, please. And more like, hey, if you like what we're doing here, you've done the sharing and the caring, and uh, you'd like to go a little bit above and beyond. We have a Patreon, right? And for as little as a buck a month, there's a whole pile of features that you can get uh, or have access to. Uh, Our patrons actually get, Uh, early and uncut access to each and every episode there's an exclusive video feed there's an exclusive podcast that is not necessarily video game related it's tangential i mean we talk about video game stuff in there from time to time but it tends to be a lot more stream of consciousness tends to be sort of like whatever sometimes you get some spicy takes sometimes you get Mm. some spicy language um mostly josh he is a potty mouth that's true absolute horrendous um, that's why we don't release like, it to the public. That's why we, we keep that hidden behind a paywall. I've made uh, Nate cry multiple times, uh, in the same episode. Um, <laughs> so that being said, uh, there's an, in addition to that, there's a video act, uh, video feeds for both the regular episode and the, the bro hang as that the, the, the Patreon exclusive podcast is called, uh, for our Patreons. So for as little as a buck a month, if that sounds appealing, there you go. And if you haven't done the sharing and the caring, please, please give us a rate and review on whatever podcatcher you're listening to and, uh, tell your friends about us or your enemies. You know, if you hate us and you hate them, um, because why not? Maybe, maybe we'll like each other. And, uh, but uh, that being said, uh, lastly, but not leastly, uh, you know, obviously we have Wes on here tonight, but alongside Wes and Paul and Nick, the three, uh, the five of us, I can't do math. Nate's <laughs> good at 
you know, he can't talk or do math. Yay. Go Nate. Such good speaking. Much wow. Um, so alongside these guys, we're all members of the Playwell Network. And you might be saying, what's the Playwell Network? Well, it's an association of podcasts, uh, basically, that are trying to elevate the conversation about recreation. We're trying to encourage people to play well and to enjoy things and recreate well. That's a whole lot of me saying the word well. Um, but we think that uh, entertainment doesn't have to be mindless um, and that it can be uh, done in a way that is not just uh, fun, but also in a way that encourages and challenges uh the listeners and the consumers. Uh, so Wes has got um, the retronym show, and then uh, the went uh the Wenchin. I almost said the Wenchin. Uh, that's a there's like he, he is he is outraged. I am the Wenchin dad now. The, the Wenchin dad. Wes, <laughs> Wesley Ray, the Henshin dad himself, with the Henshin dad podcast. Um, retronym tends to be more of a bit of a retrospective, nostalgia based kind of. Uh, exploration, short form content. And the Henshin dad is all about tokusatsu. And if you don't know what tokusatsu is, uh, Wes, why don't you give them the, the lowdown? Tokusatsu is when you have like super cool costumes and these people wear the costumes and they like hit each other like really hard. Oh wait, no, that's just professional wrestling actually. Uh, it's like big monster battles. It's Godzilla. Cool stuff. Yay. Power Rangers. Yay. Well, yeah, but yeah. Ultraman. Yes. Ultraman. Yes. <laughs> I think that there are a lot more parallels between professional wrestling. I don't think there's that much difference between professional wrestling and tokusatsu, especially like uh, the, the Ultraman fights. Mm -hmm. um, those are very, very much. And that's probably why I like them uh, as much as I do. I'm pretty uh, sure they just hire professional wrestlers to like wear the costumes at this point. So that's pretty well, much how it goes. Whatever they're doing, I like it and they need to do more of it. Um, Absolutely. But so we have, in addition to to your podcast, we have Paul's podcast, and he's got a whole pile of actual play podcasts in there. Uh, the most recent of which is uh, the Thorns of War, which is a Dragonlance podcast. Um, it is not a Neverwinter Nights or strictly a Forgotten Realms podcast. Mm -hmm. It is... It is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but it's a very specific subset of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. um, so that's his latest endeavor, alongside his his previous stuff with uh, the Rusty Speeder, Montblanc Hunters, uh, the Retro Zoo, and the 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 Retro Station. Um, and lastly, and the the most recent addition to the Playwell Network is our friend uh, Porcho uh, with Nothing New Under the Porch. Uh, which is uh, it's a it's a a video game adjacent podcast where uh, Nick sort of talks about some of his experience with games, and I think what's absolutely delightful besides the the really bad impressions is that he is just so dry. It's it's an to me, I just love his his style of humor. Uh, he does like all sorts of like goofy impressions and and voices and accents. I very much recommend it. It's a very different sort of thing than what we do here, but I I like it a lot. Um, that's all I'm saying. Well, with that being said, here's a word from one of them. Are you sick of listening to A-grade podcasts and want to settle for something less? Then why don't you give nothing new under the porch a try? Do you need someone to go further into the values of Mario Kart 64? Then listen to my takes on video games that have been talked about before by more interesting people. I dive into games I've played to try and find any potential theological or moral lessons buried within them. What? I also do a hot topic every episode. There are also satirical articles read out with cringe-inducing voice acting. Here's what loyal friends and family have to say about it. Hey, did you want to listen to my podcast? Just leave me alone! Wow, it sounds like my wife will love it! Hey, it's my son Atticus. Will you listen to it? <laughs> Dorian, what do you think my podcast is like? It's like Joe Rogan. No, it's not. Well, Wes, what's it done for you? Thanks, Nick. It helps me get to sleep better. Huh, it's even changing lives. Alrighty, first episode will be dropping soon. After that, tune in every fortnight. 
Like the social media stuff and get the updates. Goodbye. And